Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. One. Thanks for staying with us through the intro, and really glad to be with you. As you know, we are the show Freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. And you see on the screen here, or you're going to hear her voice here in just a minute, uh, an old favorite of ours, Lisa Haven. Lisa and I have known each other for years and years and years, and she's been a frequent guest on our show, not as often recently as I'd like, but we'll try to correct that because she's a wealth of information. And although the UFO thing has kind of died down, I want to spend just a little bit of time asking Lisa her interpretation of this. Now, you know mine. I was fascinated by the topic but we also thought the disclosures had an air of phoniness to it because of timing. And we'll discuss that with her. But uh, Lisa, welcome to the show. It's been too long. I'm glad you're uh, back with us. Uh, you've been doing some great, great work. Every time I turn around, someone's sending me something about you and what you're doing. And I just said, okay, you know, I've got to be persistent. You went on vacation. I went on vacation. We had a hard time hooking up, but here we are. <laughs> well, I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for bringing me on. It's it's really our pleasure. Well, the UFO thing, um, I have to tell you, I have mixed feelings. Uh, I go back to my childhood days of Betty and Barney Hill, and the fact that Betty Hill could identify a star system before years before we knew what it was and where it was at. I said, wow, that's really interesting. But I just, like I said, these disclosures kind of rub me the wrong way. So on that disclaimer, I'm going to throw it to you and let you take us uh, to where you want to go with this. Yeah, I, I'm going to say, OK, so I've read a lot of books on the topic, you know, uh, the book of Enoch, the book of Yasher, the Bible. Mm -hmm. uh, I've even, you know, not that I agree with, but I've read like the Quran and other, you know, history that's available and out there. And I've studied a lot through the years. In fact, my 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 father, he was really into UFOs. I followed a lot of what L.A. Marzulli, Steve Quayle, a lot of what they've done. I read a lot of their books and just different views from a lot of people on the topic. So I've got a, a massive amount of knowledge uh, when it comes to some of this. And so the question that therein lies in, in everybody's mind, um, I, I think I think the, it's been resolved that that they're around. Something's going on. The government has made disclosures. We've had UFOologists come out. People have seen stuff in the sky. There's been abductions. I think that's not so much the question. The question that needs to start getting an that we need to start getting an answer to: Who are they? What do they want? What's their agenda? What's the end game? And I think that's kind of what I want to focus on a little bit, and kind okay. of like some of that info. Because, and I'm going to give my straight up opinion on this. Everybody's got a different opinion. You know, no. 
nobody has all the facts 100% right again. And, uh, but based off of what I've read and the knowledge I have and, and coming from that Christian perspective, I think it answers uh, what, what could potentially be a lot of what is going on. So in order to kind of, and I'm just going to run with it here. If you want to stop me, just let me know. But uh, basically, if you, in order to get an overall picture of, of what I've seen and read over the years, I have to take you back. We have to go all the way back uh, to say Adam and Eve, right? Adam and Eve came on. Uh, there was, you know, a big war in heaven. Angels uh, fought against God, got thrown thrown out of heaven. That would be Satan and his legion of angels got thrown thrown to um, thrown out of heaven and cast out of heaven. Well, uh, Adam and Eve, you know, we know the snake enticed Eve and Eve as a result of that and Adam as a result of that were cast out of the Garden of Eden and thus started humanity and thus started society, right? Well, you know, they build up their families. Then we get to the time of Enoch. We get to the time of Noah. And according to God, you know, the world's so corrupt, the world's so bad uh, that he's going to have to do something about it. Now, the reason that God, according to the Bible, according to the book of Enoch and the book of Yasher, I'm going to reference those heavily. Uh, the Bible and, and all those other extra biblical books said God was unhappy with uh, mankind because of a couple of reasons. The technologies that were being shared from Simyazi. Now, Simyazi and there was about 200 of these fallen angels, according to the book of Enoch. And so all of this group of Enoch, a uh, group, a uh, book of Enoch, but all of this group of fallen angels, they're the angels that got cast out of hell. Well, they were sharing technologies with mankind, with humanity, not only technologies, they were sharing about makeup, they were sharing societal uh, things, they were sharing technology, and they were sharing uh, as well, they were sharing the human women. We also know, according to the Bible, that the fallen angels had sex with the women because they found them attractive. And this is also one of the things that really upset God and got God mad at humanity. Now, again, this is in Yasher. This is in the book of Enoch, extra biblical text, right? And then we have the Bible that also touches on it. Uh, so we have all of that uh, currently going on. And so um, we also know that when the, just kind of a, an added tidbit, I want to say, because there's not, we don't always have all the answers, but the fallen angels, when they had sex with the women, with the human women, uh, they produced an offer. Spring and the offspring that they produce, the Bible calls these Nephilim, which were also giants. That's how you hear the story of David and Goliath. De- Goliath was a Nephilim. Then you also have, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah. You have all these instances of, uh, you know, the Battle of Jericho, where there's giants involved uh, and giants in the land. And these giants were the results of, of mating between the fallen angels and um, humankind, like women, women. And so. These giants were on the land. And now the book of Enoch tells us that when these Nephilim die, they became a demon because of, because they became a demon and they were not allowed in heaven. Uh, now the fallen angels, Semyazi and her crew got so mad at God because, because God wouldn't let their offspring in. And God told them, according to the book of Enoch, Hey, look, and I'm summarizing here. These, these are not something that I created. This is something that I was against. This is something that you went against my will and created something that was pure evil. Like there's in this demon, when this Nephilim died, no good in it whatsoever, according to the scriptures, according to these uh, 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 extra biblical texts. And so the Nephilim, when it dies, becomes a demon. 
right? So you have these floating on the earth. Well, anyway, God says, all right, I'm mad about everything that's going on. We're not going to allow these demons into heaven. Therefore, they're cast to the earth or in hell. They're just bound below, never going to be allowed up. So God says, I don't like what's going on here. I don't like all these Nephilim being created. I don't like the technology being created. And so he wipes out the entire earth, except for Noah and his family, which we know Noah's Ark, the biblical flood, which can't be portrayed in not only the Bible, but we have have a biblical flood in multiple stories all over the world. I mean, there's, there's, I don't know, quite a few of them. I want to say like a hundred different stories that tell their own different version. Uh, and, and some of them, by the way, include talks and chatter of Nephilim and strange beings and these fallen angels. That's why if you look through everything, you know, all of it kind of goes together. Right. And that's why I'm a really strong, take, take a biblical strong stance on that. Now, uh, if, when 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 God flooded the earth, he sent Semyazi and her 200 fallen angels uh, down and he cast them in chains. He chained them up and he said, I am not going to let you loose until and I'm and I'm blanking on the exact time frame, but it's to the effect of or close to 70 times seven. Uh, as far as the number that we're going to lock you up for that many years, 70 times seven or whatever the exact number was, it's in the book of Enoch. And so they were bound and chained. Now, if you do the math for that 70 times seven number, it puts us right at the late 1800s and the early 1900s, which coincidentally (laughs) just so happens to be when we had our technological boom. You see, for 5,000 years, mankind, ever since the time of Noah, mankind could not get any more advanced than a boat, a horse and buggy, and walking on foot. That was all all that they could do. We're talking thousands of years of this. They go by, right? 5,000 years. Well, suddenly these fallen angels, according to the book of Enoch, get loosed in the late 1800s, early 1900s, around that time frame, which is coincidentally when we get our technological boom, where we can now go from boat, horse and buggy to to um, flying jets, to driving cars, to the moon and back, and to creating nuclear bombs. Now we have these these little devices that we could talk to anyone, anytime, anywhere for the most part, right? So this is an unheard of, unnatural, very unnatural technological boom. And one has to ask, where did it come from? Why suddenly in the last 250 years did we get so advanced and yet did nothing for 5,000 years? And so there's a lot of... Um, interesting ties because again, the number mathematically lines up to that year and then suddenly bang, we have it. I mean, one can't deny that. So that's why if you look at the picture overall, I do think that, you know, UFOs are out there. I do believe that they are, however, your fallen angels, your demons, your Nephilim. Now, other people will say, well, how come they're not giants? I do believe that there are some. I mean, there's been stories uh, in the Dulce base about some of that, you know, lots of yeah. stuff you can look at. But I also believe that they have managed to manipulate DNA over the time and, and change some of their appearances. I don't put it behind them because they have been messing with DNA. Same thing they did back before Noah's time. They were messing with DNA DNA then by having sex with the women. And now they're doing the same thing today. They're having sex uh, with the women and they're they're messing with DNA of both male and female. And I think they can, you know, change some of the things about them because ultimately we know that their end game is they want to be more human-like. However, because we're made in the image of God, I don't believe that they can fully succeed in that area. But I believe they're your fallen angels 
angels, they're your demons, they're your Nephilim that are flying around. And I do believe they're interdimensional. I know people have different theories on that. That's just my personal take. I think they're interdimensional. Uh, and that's why they can so-called travel at the speed of light. I think they're just going in and out of dimensions. Uh, just, a, you know, kind of like an overall idea. But the question therein lies, well, then what is their ultimate agenda? And their ultimate agenda is, you know, to take all of mankind with them to hell. That's ultimately what Satan's agenda is, what their fallen agenda is. And it's exactly, I believe, per as the Bible says. We know that later days, there's going to be a battle at the very, very end between good and evil. And I think it's going to come into play that day where God finally puts his foot down and says, nope, you're done. Cast him into the bottomless pit forever. Amen. And, And that's the end. So I think it's really got that biblical ending. And I think it answers overall, you know, um, kind of what I what I think is going on. Well, I think the impetus that you hit on, and I agree with the Genesis six, which uh, they came here to Earth after losing the war in the cosmos. Do you know that's even part of an NSA briefing that took place at the end of the eighties? I had a good friend Vance Davis who was in the NSA, and he's telling me this story in nineteen ninety two, and he described transhumanism perfectly, which I think you're really touching on the edge of. He didn't use the term transhumanism, but he was talking about it years over a decade before this even became vogue uh, he said that uh, the fallen angels wanted to destroy the human soul of god's creation but they couldn't do it so they decided they would morph the human being does that enter into your belief system absolutely and i think that's one of their you know technological advancements and i think that What you're talking about there is, you know, kind of gets into the mark of the beast technology, because I Mm -hmm. do think that they're going to use some of that style technology. And when I personally believe that if they because there's no stories that you can take out this mark. Right. So I think um, hypothetically, this is just a, a possibility. I mean, there's also other possibilities, but they could put the mark in into your right hand or forehead and when they do i think that can alter your perception i think that's the ultimate end game of the mark of the beast and that's why the bible says when you take the mark you're no longer gods uh that's your mark that you're done you're over with you know you're with satan and you can't buy or sell or trade without it and i think if we get more into that advanced technology i think that's the kind of technology that they'll put into the hand or forehead that can literally alter your your cognitive ability in some way, shape, or form. At that point, I don't think anybody would want to take it out anymore. Uh, And I know there's different views on that. There's some people, oh, maybe you can, but that's just kind of where I sit and why I think transhumanism is such a huge part of it. And not only that, but also in the later days, we have an image in the Bible that's formed, right? It formed in the uh, form of the Antichrist. You have the false prophet, you have the Antichrist, and you have the image that everybody worships, the image of the beast. And the image of the beast, I I, I, I likened it to kind of a computer uh, that spies on you, right? We have we have cameras uh, all over the place in our computers. So imagine a 24 camera on you in your house listening to everything. And this is what that device is going to do. And it will report back. But this is a high technology uh, that I I will think have unique things, technologically speaking, when we get there that could kind of line up with that. So it's intriguing. No, I totally agree with what you're saying. Um, there's a group out there, <clears throat> excuse me, I do a weekly broadcast show with Doug Thornton, former DHS supervisor, and he goes on archaeological digs and with a group called the Paleo Group. They have found in the mound builders throughout uh, Arkansas and so forth, 
they have found giant skeletons. Now, they're not allowed to touch it because they're artifacts. But I want you to hear this interaction that they had. We had one of the members of their group on our show. And he said, yeah, we went to the National Archives and we told them what we'd found. We'd showed them the evidence and so forth. Oh, we don't believe that. Well, do you have anything to the contrary? No, we just don't believe it. That's the official position of the U.S. government on the We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time listen to giants and i've asked well how big were they nine feet um and this was part of the mound builders have you ever come across that with mound builders um not them particularly but um i did i did a whole report i don't know four years ago, maybe, where I went through old newspaper clippings, you know, when you go through the old mylars and stuff uh, and showed, hey, you know, back then they were a lot more open because there were some archaeologists who found some crazy things. And a lot of them would be under, you know, a lot of the, um, you know, the pyramids and, and the stuff that they were, you know, building, they would they would have sacrificial uh yeah. idols and stuff that they have all over all over the place and now you're not allowed to dig underneath those anymore because yes. they become historical and so right. one could only imagine there's absolutely more uh and there's speculation you know there i think there's some 
if you look at, you know, Matsu Picchu, whatever, I think there are um, absolutely giants underneath there. But all the clippings that I went back from the Mylars and, and, and got some of these clippings, um, giant do exist they had pictures of the bones uh and these aren't these aren't uh, messed with photos i mean these are way back in the day and there's literally 40 or 50 of them uh that i had compiled ish back in the day so i think it's absolutely something that that is going on for sure so is it your position then since you've kind of gone through the genesis 6 uh uh line of thinking here um are the are ufos a product of the fallen angels? Is this um, satanic oriented? Um, I believe that, yes, they are. I believe that, you know, that is exactly what it is. It's the fallen angels. It's the demons. It's their offspring, the Nephilim. I do believe they're all associated with Satan. And, and, and that's what we're seeing. Like when we see, when you have your typical green, that could be your fallen angel. Uh, some speculate, you know, that's a demon. There's different variations. Like some people believe the, you know, the alien greys are the Nephilim. Other believe that it's demons and others believe uh, that it's fallen angels. I'm not solid. I go back and forth between which I believe it personally to be. But either way, I mean, they're all interacting um, with humankind and pushing that satanic agenda. Absolutely. No, you're, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's uh, you can call it by any name you want, but I think the origin is the same. So going forward, then it sounds like uh, you would think this would become part of a great deception talked about in the book of Revelation. Mm hmm. Yes, absolutely. This is the great deception. And that's why I think when you read, you know, the book of Revelations, you have strange things happening. Like you have these bugs coming out of the ground with uh, a man, man, teeth like a lion, face like a man, and and just these weird descriptions. And I think that obviously those come out of the bottomless pit. Uh, but, um, I mean, all the things go together, especially the battle at the end of days, uh, some of the stuff that happens, how people so willingly, you know, accept this. And the other, the other aspect of it, because I have run, uh, read, uh, you know, parts of the Quran. In Surah, in the book of Surah, and this is just interesting, I'm just going to add this because all these cultures, uh, I think a reason that a lot of humanity is deceived is because in the book of Surah, in the Quran, they talk about how, you know, um, they're, they have an, they have, uh, an antichrist and they have a, they have a, an antichrist kind of false prophet character. He's the one eye, one eye guy dude, right? But then when the savior comes, their savior, if you line that up with our antichrist in the Bible, it's the complete reverse. Like, um, their antichrist, I mean, their savior brings in the mark of the beast. Our savior, our antichrist brings in the mark of the beast. Uh, their savior gets wounded in the head. Our antichrist gets wounded in the head. I mean, it is the craziest thing, but I think that's how we're going to see a lot of deception in the latter days for stuff like that as well. And I do believe that the UFO, all this UFOs, the fallen angels, uh, these disclosures that they give, keep giving us. Uh, I think that, you know, and this is hypothetical. I think that it's possible that, you know, if they do come and, and show themselves, which I believe one day they will, yep. then they're going to be like, Hey, this is, this is the man you need to follow. This is, this is the savior of the world. And I think a lot of people will be deceived by that and be like, Oh, okay. He's the one that we should follow says the aliens, which we know as Satan and his group. And, and then you've got the Quran, which may be like, yeah, Hey, that's cool. That's our, that's our savior. According to their, uh, Surah, according to their, their Bible. 
Quran. I couldn't. I could not agree with you more. I um, I, I do see this as the great uh, deception, but also I see it linking into Project Bluebeam. Mm. Yeah, I mean they could have. They could have a false alien invasion if they wanted to. They could definitely do something like that. And that's been talked about and thrown out as well. I mean, absolutely, that could accomplish a similar agenda. So I wouldn't put them past it to do it. And they have the technology for some reason. And then if you put that in with the voice of God technology uh, that was developed years and years, I believe, early in the 1980s off the top of my head. And, And for those listening, if you don't know what that is, it's technology that um, the United States government created and they can send a voice into people's head uh, and they can make you think, you know, I'm God, I'm telling you to do this, whatever they want. But it implants this this voice in your head. And if you co- coop that technology with, say, you know, a fake invasion, I mean, you've got some crazy stuff. And that and that's why I say we're really living in, in the biblical end times and, and the times spoken of in Bible prophecy, because there's deception that can happen any way, shape or form. And there's lots of things that could pan out. Nobody knows exactly how it's going to happen in the future. We have the playbook. We've got the Bible telling us, you know, this is the general direction, but it doesn't say everything. Uh, it doesn't say every dot and tittle that's going to happen. And I think for good cause, for good reason, but there's going to be a lot of deception. And I think if they've created the technology, they're going to use it at least in some way, shape or form. No, I totally agree with you. Um, they're running out of steam. Uh, I know CBDC is coming in and uh, I know China is trying to assert its control over the world, but they're in trouble financially. They're in big trouble. And I think that, excuse me, here's I lost my earpiece. But I think that at the end of the day, um, they're going to have to resort to something desperate. Uh, some people think it's a nuclear war. Some people think it'll be the great deception. But I want to go to the Stephen Greer conference. And I'm going to give you a disclaimer. And, and my views aren't necessarily Lisa's views. So I want to make sure I say that off the top. Um, you know, I was raised by an intelligence officer. I deal with intelligence people every day. And that briefing that Stephen Greer ran, in my humble opinion, was contrived. It was government-based for the White House. Because if you're up there and you're disclosing, and I know how this works. I lived in this environment. If you're disclosing classified secrets, those people would have been arrested before they got to the middle of their presentation. Uh, unless someone wanted it out there, they would have been interfered with. And then you have Stephen Greer, and I'm not trying to demean him. He's an emergency room physician. That's admirable and so forth. I just don't share his views on UFOs. I don't believe you can go with people to the countryside, meditate, and they show up. And we're supposed <laughs> to believe that. I mean, that's basically what he's done. I've heard him describe it on Art Bell show. And uh, I've I never believed that. And, uh, you know, I do believe maybe you can meditate if they're of satanic origin and they might show up. But in terms of actual extraterrestrials from another planet, another alien civilization, I don't see it. And that's where I think the great deception comes in. What was the purpose, in your opinion, for these disclosures? Was it to set up the great deception or how do you see that? Yeah. And I want to add by um, starting, you know, I I agree with you on Stephen Greer everything you just said. And that's true. I think that's the ultimate deception is they want them to think they're from some other planet here to save you. Uh, and we're going to be like, no, that's not the case. You know, we think uh, they're far different and it's more of a spiritual nature. And then they're more like fallen angels, demons and all of that. So agree hundred percent. Now, as far as 
um, why the disclosures are happening and why they're happening now. Well, here's the thing. I think, and this is kind of, you know, my opinion on it. I think that they're happening right now. I, I think that they fully intend to disclose, obviously for alternative motive. They, you know, they want to usher in their antichrist. They want people to believe, uh, in their stuff. And I think that they fully intend doing it at some point in time. Now, the way that they're going to do it is they're going to take advantage of you know what's going on politically to introduce it at such a time that they want to distract you from what's going on. So they're utilizing it just like they just like they do with um you know never let a crisis go to waste, Rom Emanuel. Yeah, yeah. So they're using it kind of a similar form. You got if you if you look at the patterns of the government, it's always the same pattern. Yeah, we're going to use the crisis uh, and anytime, you know, we're going to focus on this and we're going to use this crisis to the full degree. Same thing with the UFO and the disclosure. We're going to use this to the full degree, but only when we absolutely need to. We'll just let it out like little crumbs or whatever as they let more and more out as they need to. But they need a distraction. So I think it's absolutely happening. Unfortunately, Every time you hear about something with uh, Biden and his corruption scandal and all the stuff that's going on, him, Hunter, his family, boom, we hear a new UFO story like clockwork. Oh, there it goes. Uh, Oh, Biden said this out loud. What? Let's put out another UFO story. So it's absolutely happening. And and I and I I agree wholeheartedly. There is a distraction. And so they're utilizing this as a look at over here. Look at over here. So I think it's just it's, it's both, if that makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense. Um, the people I talk to say China's running out of steam. They don't, they're capable of invading and occupying the United States. Not that they can't cause a lot of trouble, but uh, then they have to have a fallback position. Some people think it's going to be nuclear war. Some people think it could be the great deception, uh, but we're coming to a nexus here. And what I'm wondering here is CBDC. I almost have the feeling, Lisa, that this enters into your thinking with regard to Mark of the Beast. Oh, absolutely. Um, CBDC, yeah, they're going to use it because they have to go with a cashless society. You can't have an implantable chip in your right hand or your, your forehead uh, when you have solid cash that you could pass out. So there, I think, and, and, and a lot, a lot of people think, you know, it's possible, I guess. I think they are going to have to cause at some point or let it play out because we, I think, I think we're unfortunately doomed for some kind of economic crisis at some point in time. I can't continue on the path that we're on and not say that that's not going to happen, uh, especially with the trillions and trillions of dollars in debt. It's just, Everybody knows that. So at some point, our economy is going to implode. Uh, and I think it could be even a global implosion. We don't know till that comes out. And their resolution to this economic crisis is going to be your CBDC. And they're going to have people begging for it and screaming for it and crying for it because we're so economically strapped, we're going to need it. And it's a very unfortunate thing because we could do things like, you know, go back to the gold standard, but they're not doing that because that's not the direction they want to go. This is ultimately the direction they want to go which is why they allowed us to get trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars of debt in the first place. That's why they allowed it. They knew that's the end game. And in order to accomplish that end game, they have to get us to such an instable economy that we could get there. And so I think it's all kind of in that direction. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, In your worldview, or maybe I should say your galactic view, um, are there alien civilizations or is this pretty much it? And we're dealing with spiritual descendants of Lucifer. I, I, I think, and this is again, my opinion, I think it's just us. And then we're, 
you know, Lucifer and, and his groups. However, that said, God never told us if he wants to create another earth somewhere else in another galaxy, it's always possible. But I don't think they're traveling here, uh, you know, interstellarly or whatever to talk to us. So who knows? Do you have any ideas about how the takeover would occur? The way the Bible says, I guess. I think it's going to be exactly as it says. It's it's a man coming, peace, safety, security, because they always sell you peace, safety, and security, but it always comes with a price tag. And that price price tag is going to be uh, bondage, slavery, freedom, all in the name of safety and security. It's kind of like, um, you know, Agenda 2030. They promise all these beautiful things, and um, but... You're going to have to give up driving. You're going to have to give up meat. You're going to have to give up how much electricity you use in your home. You're going to have to give up how far you travel, 15-minute cities. But to save the world, that's what you're going to need to do. And I think that's how uh, it's going to be sold to us. And there's a lot of people who are going to fall on the bandwagon and be like, yeah, let's you know save the world and virtue signal. And so I, I think that's a huge way that we could see some of this in the future. Yeah. You just took me into an area. I I totally agree with what you're saying. Um, What's trying to think how to keep us out of trouble here. The purpose of woke. Is it just part of the uh, overturning of the culture to accept an antichrist who will not be so nice after three and a half years? I think I, okay, so I have read um, Agenda, it was called Agenda 21 back then. I read it all. Uh, and part of it, and, and this is going to go along with what you're saying, part of it is about getting women in the workplace, um, getting women more active in the workplace, pushing your contraceptives, pushing all of that to bring down the population. That's that's what they say. We're too big. There's too many people on the earth. We need to do they this. Do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so and 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 that's something they they're very open about. It's not something, you know, that's not some kind of conspiracy. Um but The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow. For example, they've got half off my pillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to mypillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. Mypillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. But also in other documents, I've read Henry Kissinger's uh, NS, whatever, NSAA, I'm forgetting 500 or something like that. I'm dropping. It's called the Kissinger Report <laughs> in short version. Uh, that talks about, you know, food we're going to need and all of this. But in other documents, it also talks about how, like in your communist manifestos, in, in some of the stuff written by evil people over the years, they talk about how... Um, you in order to manipulate a population and put them under you know slavery and compliance you have to break them down immorally because a moral happy population is not going to be subject to to uh compliance is not going to be subject to their freedoms being taken away uh because they've got family they've got love they're happy uh and when you, you push this other agenda where you know you break apart you know, the family and you break apart society by putting, pushing immoral content anywhere and everywhere you can. What you end up is with an immoral generation. And so I think that it plays into making humanity really more 
to to themselves, right? And it's not just in the woke agenda. It's it's also you know technology. It's also technology. So um, when you have this technology, if you if you look and pay attention to you know children and what they're doing, uh, young teenagers are like this when they're all sitting in a circle where they could be talking to each other. They're all on their phones. This is an everyday occurrence. This is this has been something that's a new accepted normal. And children, instead of going outside, instead of having fun, you know, they sit on their phones in their room. And this is hours on end, hours on end. So that also is, you know, breaking down society. But through the woke agenda, through the technology that we now have, through all of this going through, making um, parents no longer, uh, you know, it's not parents that raise the child, it's the community that raises the child. You have all these new things, but all of it added together uh, paints the picture that they want to make us more like non-sociable with each other. They don't want us communicating because if you communicate with your neighbor, you may, you know, take issue with what they're doing over here in the government. Or if you communicate and go out with friends and have this, you may take issue with, you know, some of the things that are going on. But if they can seclude you, get you alone, get you on, you know, uh, you know, say, you know, reliant on the system uh, and, and more sick and more in that general area, then I think you're just going to be more easily manipulated more easily surrendered to what they want that's quite a mouthful and i happen to totally agree with you why would they choose china as their indoctrination agent as far as nation states go yeah um china well i mean it's communist we all know it's it's communism over there and they're in full fledged and they're already in compliance that's why I, I believe one of the reasons why China doesn't really have to follow the green agenda like all the yeah. other countries. Yeah, they're one of they're one of the worst, <laughs> and they're and they're allowed to do whatever they want. It doesn't make sense, right? But I believe they needed a country to see and 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 spring off of. Okay, how far can we go? What will the people allow? What will they not allow? How far can we indoctrinate? And all of that. And- and they've done this over the time in different regimes uh, with Stalin, with Hitler, unfortunately, Mao, all these things. Uh, but they're pushing it even further every single day. I mean, the entire state is a surveillance state. Uh, they're not allowed to say anything negative about their government. They have, if you go into a Christian church in China, they've got mm-hmm. walls um, with hymnals to Yi Jinping, not to Jesus, uh, pictures of Yi Jinping rather than Jesus. This is why a lot of the churches are going underground. Uh, and even today, um, I put a report out on Justice Knight's channel, and it was disturbing. I don't, I don't know if you saw this, but they are literally now brainwashing kindergartners at the schools in China and to the level that they are preparing kindergartners to be soldiers for war for them. And so these little kindergartners were in camouflage gear, holding toy guns and toy grenades, walking around, doing salutes to Yi Jinping and, you know, uh, pledging their allegiance to the Communist Party. These are children in kindergarten age. And, and I just, you got to think of, of the massive amount of brainwashing that is happening in that country right now. It's, it's insane. That is, it's absolutely insane too, but it also gets into other things too. I believe a lot of the aberrant behavior we see in our society is a result of mental manipulation. Does that enter into your observations as well? Say like an MK ultra offshoot. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of, I hate to say it, but now, um, you know, 
they're getting this every day on the phone. You go to TikTok and you're inundated with sexuality. You're inundated uh, yeah. with with even brainwashing things, uh, you know, political things on the television. Every like you just have to turn on Disney for kids. And, and, and then Disney just put up recently a new show. And I forget the name of the show, but it's about a young girl who inherited her father's empire and her father's empire just so happened to be that they sacrifice people to the devil and, and and this was okay for this town and she inherits this i'm like this is a show you're 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 gearing towards children and and so just i mean they're just in your face anymore and it's just all of this um sa- satanism brainwashing and when you're inundated with it it really is like a say project monarch if you will on steroids i think i think we're seeing it in every way shape or form and there's almost no way out of it that is just so Amazing, but I, I can't deny what I'm seeing in the public schools. I mean, if you would have told me 10 years ago, in some public schools, they'll be teaching first graders about oral sex, I would have said, you're out of your mind. America will never put up with that. You know, and Lisa, here's what bothers me, too, and I think this opens up a whole other avenue of discussion. Why would any parent willingly let their kid go to a school like that? Choice. They don't have a choice, financially speaking, you know, and I think, unfortunately, you know, they're making houses so unaffordable. Parents, you, it's it's hard to even live in a household anymore on one income. Oh and gosh. so I think that, you know, people are kind of forced in that situation. And of course, you know, there you can't, a lot of people can't afford going to say a Christian school or whatever as well. So I think, unfortunately, that's the state that a lot of families are in. And if you're in that, you know, and if you, if you have to do that, cause I homeschooled my kids uh, for quite some time up till about the eighth grade for one fifth grade for other. Uh, but I felt, you know, a you have a solid enough. Now you can go and, you know, kind of be an example as well, which kids also need that. But if you can't, and, and you have to send them to school, make sure you have those lessons with them about what's going on in the school. Uh, not, not necessarily your teacher's not always a hundred percent correct, you know, and, I would have these uh, discussions with your child and just make sure they're solidified. They're going to church. They have, you know, Christ at their center and, um, you know, above and beyond, above and beyond all look and pay attention to what they're teaching them in their curriculum. Uh, what are they bringing home? Look at, look at it and ask questions and get involved in the school. If you can't, that would be my forte. Yeah. And when you do, you really risk a lot. There was a lady in Colorado named Sharona Bishop, who went to nine different school districts and she was educating parents about CRT, Merrick Garland's conflict of interest since his son-in-law and daughter own Panorama Education, which benefits from these controversial programs. And so she was educating people about this. Well, in her mountain home one morning, the FBI broke her door down. They came in with guns drawn, guns pointed to their head. They manhandled her teenage daughter. They never displayed a warrant when they entered. They took all their communications after they physically abused them. They never repaired the door, and they never were charged with anything. It was just Merrick Garland's way of saying, don't mess with me. Don't expose what I do. And this is what people don't understand. We all are on the verge of Sharona Bishop. And this is what I want to get into you with here next. And that's the idea of the surveillance state. I've been reading the threat fusion centers are ramping up and they're using anywhere. The average American has seven to 10 devices in their home that catalog everything that they say. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I don't discount that at all. And um, I think 
some of the solutions to that are obviously we have to revamp some of those agencies. It's non-negotiable anymore. They've crossed lines. They don't even care. Um, they're, they're, they're in collusion. We had the lawsuit come out between Missouri and Louisiana, between, uh, the FBI and the Biden administration, exposing the fact that the Biden administration was directly talking to social media saying, Hey, ban this account, do this. This all came out. And, uh, and, and the Biden administration is like, no, we're going to, you know, uh, you know, fight against that stand against that ruling. Right. And, um, and the ruling was that, they could no longer do that. And uh, so they file for a state and thank God it got denied. Right. But there's things like that happening all over the country, different things happening, but they're definitely, they definitely have a surveillance state. They are definitely listening on your phones or definitely listening on your computer. And this is easy. One way to know. I mean, I think we all know with 100% certainty, but have a conversation with your friend, uh, say, you know, Hey, I want to check out this new dog food and we're going to look for dog food. And uh, I tried Purina and whatever. And then you'll be scrolling through Facebook or whatever you get a Purina app. Right. And I'm probably going to get one now just because I said it a couple of times, but they're literally listening. And so, yeah, you know, yeah. I would advise, you know, if, if you have certain things to talk about, you want to talk about, go outside and do it and make sure you don't have your phone on you or get some of the, you know, um, radiation packs, which I also have. There's radiation shields that everybody can get. And I would highly recommend that. But um, I think we all have to be careful in this day and yeah. age because the FBI has fought on all of us. I don't know if you've ever heard this or not, so let me just throw this out for your comment. It was about 12 years ago, and someone from FEMA told me this, a high-ranking official from FEMA that later retired early and went into hiding because he feared what was coming. And because he, he knew so much about what was coming, he thought he'd be one of the first targets. So he and like-minded people went and built uh, like a survival community in the southeast. And uh, this guy was of compo- I-, I was shocked. He and his wife came to my basketball office where I was coaching one night as I was coming off the floor from practice. It was seven o'clock and we sat in there and we talked until 1 a.m. He says, yeah, we're leaving. We're leaving soon. Here's why we're leaving. Here's what you need to know. And he told me about something. And I've had this confirmed by one other person that we all have what's called a threat matrix score. And it's basically 16 different dimensions. You get a score on each category compliance, obedience, that kind of, and they have all these categories and then they have an aggregate score. And I said, so what does the score mean? He goes, it determines who's going to get to stay and who has to go. And I said, do you know what the cutoff is? He goes, I don't even know how they score it. I just know it exists. And so there's stories now surfacing again that our speech, Patriot speech, is being monitored again by the uh, fusion centers and they're cataloging and categorizing everything we do. Do you think with this kind of technology, are we headed for a purge? I wouldn't be surprised. And and the Bible actually does talk about one. Um, they will be dragged to synagogues and prisons for my name's sake. So biblically speaking, yeah, the Bible says something like that is going to happen, uh, that people are going to be taken out and, uh, you know, who knows what will happen from that point. But it does, biblically speaking, I do believe it's something that happens. Now, time-wise, nobody knows. Nobody knows if and when it'll happen. But if Bible prophecy has anything to say with it, absolutely. And that's why it's interesting. I mean, I actually have heard of the of the th- uh, threat matrix matrix core you were talking about my my mouth didn't want to say it, 
threat matrix score. But um, I have heard about it and I still want to do some more research on that because I don't have, you know, all the info on it. But um, I think it's interesting that because it would definitely tie together, you know, a lot of what the Bible talks about happening in the later days. Yeah, it's your listening devices in your home to the Threat Fusion Center. Everything about you is cataloged. They even catalog your associations by digital proximity to someone who might be, uh, let's say, let's say you're just looked at at the government as a really bad dissident, someone who they're really worried about. So I wander into your presence and I say, hi, how are you? And we talk for about 10 minutes. That makes my threat matrix score go way up. This is how sophisticated I've been told it is. Wow. And it's keyword oriented. So I've heard it goes from listening devices to the fusion centers and then to be permanently cataloged uh, at the NSA in uh, Fort Huachuca, Arizona. I wouldn't put it past them at all. Not, not at all. So the story is about FEMA camps, FM 39.4 and all that organization, how they're going to do it and everything, which is actually field is army field manual 39.4. Is this where this comes into fruition? Do you think? I do. And I've read um, that, that internment and resettlement document. I've read uh, the document you're talking about the entire thing. And what's interesting is they're not talking about prisons in that report. Uh, they physically show, you know, three separate things that they're going to create one for, you know, distraught military or our military personnel one. And, and the other two are for civilians for us. Uh, and they claim it could be, you know, RX 84 centers for immigrants. That's what they claim it could be for, but they haven't really been utilizing them. They're just, you know, sending them all over the country. They used Walmarts at one point, uh, converting them. But I do believe that some of these could be used for that. And, and listen, if it's just you know, about immigrants and all of that, then why are they having guard towers and then double barbed wire on the outside of these that you can't get in or out of these things, but emphasis on the end, you've got the guard towers. And then uh, you also have like all your privileges revoked. They say, okay, you can't have your cell phone. You can't have these certain, certain things. And so they're treating you like a straight up prisoner this, the, akin to what would happen in a jail cell in these centers. So I do think that um, they'll definitely play a part in the latter days, for sure. I believe this because I did a telephonic interview with uh, Walter Mansfield uh, about 12 years ago, and he was a pastor that was recruited into the clergy response team run by NOVAD under the auspices of DHS. And his job and he gave me the documents for this, too. He violated his non-disclosure agreement with the government. I guess nothing happened, but he gave me documents. And their job as pastors, when they come to take people away, people that resist, they would call in the pastors to try to find. It's like a hostage negotiator. They were trying to find a peaceful way to get people resettled into these camps. Now, it's interesting. In the camps, they told them what they could and couldn't say. They could not quote the Bible because the Bible has been used as an oppressive agent. And I actually have the DHS documents on this. Um, that, to me, speaks the fact that there's going to be a purge. And since you kind of sound like you believe like I do, who do you think is going to get purged? Um, Christians, conservatives. One, I agree. Yep. And I think that's the, that's the main category because those are the ones that are against the agenda that they're pushing. Those are the ones in the most part that are standing between the gaps. Um, and I think that 
I, I mean, we have to be, you know, prepared spiritually as well. Uh, when we're hitting these end times things. So I guess another thing I would say to people, just make sure you're on the right path. Make sure you're right with Jesus. Make sure your family's right with Jesus. Uh, and and make sure, you know, you're you're aware of what's going on and what's going on around you. Yeah. Do you have a feeling for the timetable, the implementation of CBDC? I don't know. I, I have no idea. I know um you know they're forming committees they're doing work the world economic forum the world bank are working together and pushing this full fledged i think that it will be done at some point in time in the future we also know that banks here in the united states of america via uh, an executive order by the way that joe biden signed he encouraged all these banks to start testing the cbdc and big major yeah. banks and i don't remember the name uh, all the names of the banks that complied with this but they've already done trial runs and trial errors here in the united states of america on this cbdc um i don't think it's a matter of if it's coming. I think when it's coming and it could be sooner. Uh, we could have some more time on that, that I just don't know. Uh, but what I do think is, um, that they're preparing, they're opening the way. I just think that they need their economic crisis to fully implement it. I couldn't agree with you more. These scary times that we live in, since you and I have been doing this work, things have progressed astronomically is the final question I have for you before we talk about how people can follow you. I sense a panic on the part of the globalists, and they're really implementing this agenda with great haste. Do you sense the same thing? And if so, what's behind this uh, hurry up and do this attitude? Yeah, that's a good question. I I do. I do. Um, I I think there's a panic because they know right now that we are winning at a level some of some of the information we're still getting word out there's people that are starting to wake up to say the woke agenda right for example you have uh the this huge anti Bud Light movement, unlike we have ever seen before. Uh, Disney, I, I saw this post the other day. Disney nearly not even half as full as they used to be over the summer. People just aren't going because they're sick and tired. There's people that are like, I'm done hearing it. Like, I don't want to hear everything is racist all the time. And then they even crossed uh, the line recently yeah, where yeah. they said, you know, exercising is racist. <laughs> no, not racist. They said exercising and being healthy was a right wing extremist. And they had like Nazis in the back. And I'm I'm like, are you for real? Like, yeah. it's, it's just gotten that stupid. So I see that there is some fear because they wouldn't be going to these extremes, like saying everything's a right wing extremist. So I think wokeism is losing in a way. And that gives me hope. Uh, but globalists, I think there's they're feeling they are still feeling powerful and, and and over the people because now they're just lording their authority. Uh, and I think that that's why they're lording it because they're afraid that there could, that, that people could go against their will. Uh, that's why they're starting to do it in your face now because they're like, I don't care. We're going to take it before anyone uh, says that we can't. We're going to do it. And so that's why I think there is some fear, but the fear is also driving these globalists to act more hastily, if that makes sense. And that's when they make mistakes. I totally agree with you. Yes. I think their woke agenda has done more to wake people up than anything that you and I could have done. And I think yep. it's been a huge tactical error on their part. Uh, I also think this too, ladies and gentlemen, I'll put this out here and we'll let Lisa respond to it. I'm of the opinion that for the church to survive, it's going to have to go underground before much longer. I think so, eventually, for sure. We've seen it happen in other countries and it's happened in the past. I don't, I don't. I see that happening at some point in time. Yeah. 
Yeah, because the woke pastors are out there. They proliferate the big churches. And yeah, it's just not what it used to be. Lisa, how do people follow your good work? Because you're really on top of things. Yeah, you guys can follow me. I, I've got a channel on YouTube. Just put in Lisa Haven uh, or even better, go to restrictedrepublic.com and check mm-hmm. that out. Uh, we put exclusive video content on there as well. So check that out as well. Yeah, you do such good work. Restricted Republic and also too on YouTube. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're not following Lisa, you need to. Uh, the work that keeps crossing my desk is what led to this interview because people go, you hear what Lisa's saying? Dave, you got to get Lisa back on. Well, Lisa, I want to thank you for coming back on. Uh, it's been, I think, an insightful hour, and I really do appreciate the work that you're doing. Yeah, thank you, and thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it as well. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you back here next time. Thanks for joining us. We at The Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.